Why, hello there. You might want to pull up a chair or lay down, prop up on one elbow, and let's take have a talk. Um, I'm going to be, um, well, this is only going to be in two segments, this show, uh, because you'll have to excuse the background noise. Um, the heat seems to have just clicked on, so. Okay, here we go. Um, I am going to be talking about several things today. Um, why does the USA have all of our electrical power underground? Interesting question. Why did we stop fighting back? And they also, there appears to be two races going on in this game show. One is the race to annihilate and exterminate the rest of us, and the other is for them to win with the most prizes. In other words, they seem to be in a mad race to collect as much money as they can, so possibly they have some alternate thing going on, meaning that whoever in their 1% group of, you know, people, um, maybe the idea is whoever gets the most prizes wins. But anyway, so let's take a look. We know now that they worship Saturn, okay? Saturn is also known as Kronos, K-R-O-N-O-S a.k.a. Father Time. Now, why do we have Father Time in this picture? Kronos, in Greek mythology, was the leader and the youngest of the first generation of Titans. The divine descendants of Uranus, Uranus, the sky, and Gaia, the earth. He overthrew his father and ruled during the mythological Golden Age until he was overthrown by his own son, Zeus, and imprisoned in Tartarus. Okay, this brings up several questions. This earth, okay, earth that we're talking about now, right? And they went on to say that as father time, Saturn keeps us locked into linear sequential time. It seems we never have enough time to get everything done, but this is only a myth in the physical existence because as divine souls, our lives are eternal. Yeah, they have us on a linear time, right? I don't believe we were ever on a linear time. We had access to everything at one point, right? Um, so they now have us on a linear time, okay? Saturn is also the cult of L, E-L. That's why they call themselves the elites, okay? The Kabbalah is the cube of God. Saturn is the Lord of the Rings. There is a hexagon cube on the North Pole of Saturn. Pan, P-A-N, is the God of Saturn. And Pan is that very disturbed person that has sex with goats and stuff like that, okay? Saturn is Satan in astrotheology. So what is astrotheology, you ask? Well, I had the same question. This is what I believe is what they worship. It's called astrotheology. A-S-T-R-O-T-H-E-O-L-O-G-Y. Okay. So, um, because this pan person, okay. In Roman mythology, his mother was Terra. His father was Uranus. Pan is the Greek god protector of shepherds, sheep, and goats. Remember that goat signal they have with the two sexes? Saturn, the god of agriculture and the harvest. Okay, so astrotheology. 
his astral mysticism, astral religion, astral or stellar, stellar theology in the worship of the stars, the planets, and other heavenly bodies as deities or the association of deities with heavenly. So astrotheology is what we're looking for. And that means that these people worship Satan. Satan and Saturn, right? Because Satan is a word for Saturn in astrotheology, right? Okay, we got that straight. Okay. So that's what's going on there. And another odd thing I want to share with you here. Um, there's all this DNA stuff, right? I don't believe that. I don't believe that the amount of people that they say lives on Earth lives on Earth, okay? <laughs> Not even by a long shot. Okay, because I find these weird things all over the place, right? Because what's going on now is they have all those DNA money-making kits, which are coming back to bite them a bit, right? We have the 23andMe DNA kit that is done by the ex-wife of the Google founder. Then we also have that private DNA company in Utah, which is now run by that man who used to run the New York Times. Both private organizations, okay, collecting our DNA. People seem to be freaked out that they're doing something with it. No, <laughs> I don't think these people have the skills, okay? They're collecting our DNA through private companies because they do not have it, okay? So, okay, so and let me read this comment because this is, I keep getting more and more suspicious, okay? As if I wasn't suspicious enough, right? I found this thing. I was hunting around on this DNA business. I'll read this comment. The indigenous tribe, tribes of North America are black Americans, so-called African Americans. We were here pre-colonization and pre-Mongolian. We are not from Africa, but arrived via Pacific Islands and Australia. Add the number of slaves from Africa, very few, versus the number of slaves. You will see only 8% of black slaves were from Africa. The remaining slaves were from the indigenous copper Americas, black African Americans, who were already here. This is I've, I've read this for years now, okay, and I, I believe this very much to be true. There are some black people that were already here, so they, this is my interpretation, that they made up this story about bringing them over on boats. I mean, these people are proficient liars, okay? So, okay, so they went on to say, just ask Virginia and North South Carolina about the paper genocide of black native indigenous Americans. From They went from Indians to mulattoes to Negroes to blacks to African Americans. Why are all the schools, including HBCUs, those are historical black colleges, I'm missing a word here, but it means historical black colleges and universities. What they're asking is, why are the schools, including HBCUs, the black universities, in Virginia, reclassified as black native Indian universities in places of higher education? Why are my family members listed on the Dawes rolls as full-blooded Native American? A little bit of confusion there, right? Yeah, I believe that's true. There were some black people here. These people came along and just started recklessly giving them names, right? Okay. Uh, and also, there's a whole bunch of gaps with all these census things, okay? Um, 
I don't believe that they're anywhere near those numbers um, because had they really been keeping track, why would they have the big gaps in the 1800s and all of that, right? Okay. Um, and then um, relatives of every color. It also means that all of us have ancestors of every color in Crete. Every Palestinian suicide bomber has Jews in his past. Every Sunni Muslim in Iraq is descendant from at least one Shiite. And every Klansman family has African roots. How can this be? Well, it's simple math, right? And they've been lying about all this DNA stuff and it's starting to come back. And also, another thing, I don't believe that we spoke in languages. We communicated telepathically. And this is where they got us, right? All these languages, all these time zones, all this stuff, right? Can all languages be traced back to one? The proto-world theory explains that all languages go back to the same root. However, many linguists strongly disagree with reasons that can be true. Many languages have the same root, but some are completely different and cannot be from the same origin. Still, languages from different origins have very similar words sometimes. Thus, it is not easy to tell if there is one origin to all languages or not. Well, why don't they know this stuff, right? All these fabulous university people and stuff? Do all languages come from the same source? The source of all languages was humans' need to communicate. However, all languages may not go back to, this is so confusing, go back to the same root because there is not enough evidence to support this theory. What is the root of all languages? Many languages have an Indo-European origin. However, there are some languages like Chinese and Japanese that come from different roots. Thus, all languages do not go back to the same root, but many of them do. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but it seems to me that um, a lot of suspicion here in this language business. Were there black people here? Were there Indian people here? Okay, now, oh, let me move this down here so I don't forget the most important part. Okay, um, okay, power grids, okay, um, so, um, oh, here it is, I need to move it or I'll forget it. We're not doing very well here. What's happening now is that, um, the um, radiation is now inside of my um, organs and it's also inside of our bones and Rocco is having a hard time walking and it's got our bones and in the next segment I'll be talking about some ideas so if you want to stay to fight on a good fight you won't get yourself in my position and you can avoid some of these effects of this radiation because um, what I'm interested in is this is anybody going to fight back? I've been following this thing at um, Palestine, Ohio, um, and let me put this down here first before I forget. Oh. You don't really realize when you have this radiation stuff how confused you sound until I listened to that last show, and um, everything seems logical when you're in this confused state, right? Um, the only reason I've survived the last couple of years is because I'm a very much of a put one foot in front of the other foot kind of a person, so... Along the way, I obviously ruled out that confusion is not being anything to do with my brain going ticky, right? So um, I've been having to just plod along 
one step in front of the other step. And let me tell you, it is extraordinarily painful. Okay, so, and what I'll be doing next is I have a lot more to say, obviously, but I'm trying to get the most important things to the front first because I don't know how much longer we're going to be around. So I'm going to be putting the most important things first. So I wanted you to learn some things to possibly get rid of some of the toxins in your own home today. But anyways, let me get back here. Um, yeah, Palestine, Ohio. Regulators have been testing the air and water near the site train derailment on February the 3rd in East Palestine, Ohio, along the Pennsylvania border. But experts are saying that soil and surfaces should be tested for dioxins, a group of toxic chemicals that can have long-term effects on the health of the area's animals and people. And those dioxins, remember, they are fat-soluble. That stuff is going to be around forever. And what's going on now is what the um, people are saying at the EPA and all that. They are saying that, well, we didn't do any base studies, so why would we test for dioxin now? Well, they're professional liars here to trick all of us, right? So anyhow, so still, one month down, people living in their homes. Children are still in schools. Children are drinking water from fountains in schools. It is a hot mess. And what happened there is interesting. And I've covered Appalachia a lot. And I've also covered this opioid thing. People have made a lot of very disparaging comments about people in Appalachia. And I would like to clear up the record here. They're not a bunch of fucking losers and drug addicts, okay? Since 1999, opioid overdose deaths have increased more than fourfold in the United States. And the Appalachian region has been disproportionately impacted. Four states within the Appalachian region, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Kentucky, had the highest rates of drug overdose deaths in the country. In addition, most Appalachian states experienced increase in drug overdose deaths between 2016 and 2017. That's why the people in Appalachia have a drug problem. If you were locked up in that area and told that you were no good and had no life and you were a bunch of hillbillies and hicks, what, what, what exactly would you do? Here's, here's the thing that gets me so, so, and I need to calm down here. There tends to be this overwhelming feeling, overwhelming. It's in the air so much that I can breathe it, okay? That until it happens to you, it doesn't have the same importance as another human, right? So we have this selfish attitude that we have developed over the years that until it happens to us, that we will just remain silent. We will just let it happen over there because what happens if we give up our money? What happens if we help those people? <laughs> just ask yourself that, right? If I could right now, I would be in Appalachia recording this show from Appalachia, okay? Those are my people, okay? They have been trotted on. They have been beaten by these people. And now this train thing. And i got to ask you this. In the meantime, okay, in the meantime, right as I speak, let me take a quick look here. They're talking about building new nuclear plants. Um, let me see here. Let me do a quick search for floods, famine, going all over the world. Okay, the U.S. military in that bioengineering program is now flooding the world. It's causing famines all over the world. 
It's making sure that flood displaces over 35,000 in Malaysia. Okay. Um, the floods, the farms, the river that roared back. Um, famine, fast facts. Famine can stem from natural causes such as droughts, floods, earthquakes, and plant disease. You need to correct the language here, okay? Famine does not stem from natural causes, okay? These are not natural causes. Droughts, floods, earthquakes, and plant disease are the direct 100% impact of the U.S. military, Washington, D.C., roaming around the world, bombarding countries with floods, with all this stuff. Why? To make sure that you do not have enough food in the next year, okay? Okay. This is a, this is a lovely report. Um, 15 million people live under threat of sudden death flooding as more glacials melt. Opinion, we should use technology to improve California's ability to manage floods, water supplies. Famine fast facts. Oh, this is just any, this is just wonderful news, isn't it? Jesus, the U.S. military is so busy, so busy protecting everybody, right? Okay, let me just take a look in the last 24 hours. Apocalypse then. Lessons from history in tackling climate shock, shocks. Horn of Africa drought is set to become the region's worst on record. Now, who caused that horn of record? Who, who is causing? Who is causing the African drought? Ask yourself this. It's not a tough question. Who is causing the people in Africa to starve to death? Okay, I'll answer it for you. The U.S. military out of Washington, D.C., more African governments spend more on arms, less on farms. Now, that's an encouraging thing, isn't it? More weapons, less food. North, and this is just, I'm just doing a scan for the last 24 hours, okay? North Korea suffers one of the worst food shortages in decades. Threats of famine in North Korea. King Jong-un orders reforms. Okay. High-tech drought monitoring system. Key to agro system. Yeah, that's quite a nice thing out there, isn't it? And uh, who's doing it all? Who's doing it all? The U.S. military, right? They're on a path of destruction. And instead of standing up for anybody, everybody is worried about themselves. That has to do with programming. But not all of us have accepted the programming, okay? So... I would like to make a suggestion. I try to stay out of the advice business. But if I were you, I would take a very serious look at what's going on. And if you feel helpless to do anything, I believe you haven't looked hard enough, okay? I believe solidarity is going to be the key here for a lot of people. And I'm not going to be around to nag you, so you can <laughs> you can put that in your hat, okay? Um, there's going to be a lot of horror in the world. So who are you going to support? Are you going to continue to support the U.S. government over your own people? Is that the plan here? Well, maybe one of these days these polite people might happen to rear their ugly heads up, right? Their ugly ugly heads. I didn't mean to call them ugly heads. We've been so polite. People say, oh, they're out enjoying the time with their family. Don't interrupt them. Really? Really? You can't see how we got here by by kowtowing to these people who put on fancy uniforms, they put on fake awards, they called themselves royals, 
They brought in police to take care of us. We didn't even uprise when they declared every citizen of the United States was declared the enemy of the state in 1933. Look it up yourself. Did anybody revolt? Did anybody say, oh, well, when you freed the slaves, you also captured all of us? Has anybody said anything? Our silence has been our demise. Are you going to continue to be silent while people suffer so drastically? I don't know. I am having a very hard time with the overwhelming selfishness that is coming along with all this stuff. It is just a shame that solidarity doesn't reign the day, and I am starting to spiral into a <laughs> saying too much here. So I'm going to close off for now. Um, if you want to let the U.S. military come and run rod ripshot over you and make sure you don't have any food and all that kind of stuff then well <laughs> go ahead right nobody stood up to them yet so why bother now right just just keep playing the lazy you know, i'm going to sit in my house and watch social media and be afraid what exactly are you afraid of what fear is allowing us to allow them to harm us in this way we can't stand up for anybody else we're so afraid we're so afraid of some people. But let's just talk about one of them, okay? Larry Fink, okay? Larry Fink with BlackRock. He's the one that's pushing all this stuff with the corporations and robbing the whole world with all this money stuff, right? Larry Fink. Larry Fink is a woman. Larry Fink does not even have a penis, okay? So you're going to tell me that real men all over the world are going to let these women who don't even have penises tell the rest of the world what to do? They lie proficiently. They have gotten us into this corner, I'm guessing, probably the last 150 years, which I will hopefully be back to explore more of. And we let the lies continue. It's like they keep slapping us one side of the face, kabam! Next side of the face, kabam! And we sit there and we cower and we take it and we cower and we take it. And they don't even know what they're talking about. They're not even the right sex. They're bluffing and puffing their whole way along and we're going to keep taking it? Well, you have a lot of decisions to make because my decision has been made for me, okay? If I had the ability, I would be on the road right now and I'd be in Appalachia so fast your heads would be spinning, okay? We got here because we showed no solidarity. Other countries got here because everybody wanted to be like this country. Everybody wants to be like this people. And really think about it. Really think about it. Why does everybody want to be evil? These people are pure lying, evil, psychopaths. Why does everybody want to emulate them? And I can also tell you around the early, late, late 1900s, what happened in this country? They came back from their analyzing us deal over in Germany and stuff. A lot of those people moved here and started Columbia University. They have been analyzing us because they do not understand us. So what did they do in the late 1900s? They gave us the toys. They gave us the consumerism. They got everybody busy shopping. This is a bread and circus act. They're not that smart, but they pulled it off, okay, because all they did was toss some crumbs to the working class, and we got busy playing with those crumbs, and we saw those cops, and we thought, oh, yeah, okay, let's just fall into line. Well, I never fell into line, and I certainly hope that, uh, well, I, I'm going to stop now because I don't want to get in the advice business. I certainly, I certainly hope that stand tall for something 
or you really don't stand for anything. If you want the U.S. military to keep pushing around every country around the world, you want to see all those people starving, then that is on you because we are standing down and letting this happen. So anyway, so there's going to be another segment coming up where I talk about oh, how to protect yourself in your own home so they don't murder you also. So anyway, so I'm going to close off this section. This is where they yell, step right up, boys and girls. Come to the circus. What is this? Anything but a circus? <laughs> I don't know what order this is going to go in, so let me get over a couple things here. Um, in the last show, I kind of wandered past a couple of things. Um, first thing I wandered past, which is kind of a big one, was um, NATO. Hi, Belgium. I was saying NASA was in Norfolk, Virginia. No, but that is NATO. The third installation for NATO was installed here on U.S. soil, right at the home of the largest U.S. naval base, Norfolk, Virginia. And another weird thing, you know they're looking into doing human composting in this country, also known as natural organic reduction or terramation. Terra <laughs> This is a circus and a freak show, I'm telling you right now, okay? Also, more states legalize dissolving bodies in your drinking water. The funeral industry is working to expand choices beyond burial and cremation. One of these methods of disposal um, has been passed, and you'll have to look this up. I believe it was 20-some states. Oh, here it is, okay. Alkaline hydrolysis or water cremation, which involves liquefying the human body and dumping the remains into the sewage system, is already approved in 20 states. Good to know, huh? I was also looking up some um, smart meter business. and um, Well, according to this, interestingly enough, speaking of Belgium and Germany, huh, um, you know, the EU, and I would suggest that you take a look at your own country if you want to know your smart meter installation statistics. Um, the EU has one plan, and a few countries, including Germany, Belgium, and Portugal, have opted not to follow EU smart meter plan due to a negative cost benefits analysis and are planning or implementing selective rollouts instead. In terms of gas and water meter, the level of adoption remains lower than electricity but growing faster. Okay, how many EU citizens have smart meters? That's a kind of a tough one because they're only saying like 37 cents, so 37 percent. So I would do your own due diligence. Okay, also in the show about the transformer, 
outside of my home, um, I posted a picture of my backyard, and um, you will see it over at my website, psychopathinyourlife.com, and click on the tab that says blog, B-L-U-G, and I posted it toward the top. Um, yeah, and here's some interesting things about transformers, okay? It's a device for changing an electric current into one of different voltage. And yes, this has very much had an impact on my home. And as a matter of fact, had I not been into opening my windows and all of that, I would not be likely recording this show, seriously, because, um, yeah, um, because that's just the way it goes, right? Um, so... I had mentioned before I had my thermostat at 44. Well, it's down to like 40 now. <laughs> to complain this psychodrama, right? <laughs> they really are such dickless wonders. So I still have more to say. So I will do this on my own fucking terms. And you'll have to excuse my language. This is not going to be the perfect ending for all my work. Okay, so okay, so here's what I want to talk to you about and introduce for you to really think about, okay? So, obviously, that transformer outside of my home would allow them to step up the power, right? So, here's what I would concern yourself with is this. If you're at all concerned, and these things are leaking like crazy. So, had I moved into a more defensive <laughs> defensive position on this game board, right? I would have not been using my power but only to make sure that my pipes don't freeze, right? Only using it logically, right? Like, I have these cut-off gloves, and they're perfectly fine <laughs> in my house. <laughs> um, so had I, had I moved into defensive mode earlier, you know, like a couple of years ago, um, I wouldn't be in the place that I'm in now because we're, 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 we're quickly wrapping things up, okay? But my advice to you is this. Obviously, when I went from one close-up room to another room and had that horrible reaction be careful if you start closing yourself up into rooms okay don't close yourself up into one room with just fresh air and stuff and then leave the stuff going in the rest of your house because it'll get you in there too so um, because that was the worst reaction I had so by monitoring things very very carefully um, yeah and I'm not trying to paint a rosy picture this is <laughs> believe me none of this is easy okay but you'd be surprised. Hold on a second. Hey, 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 Rocco, come here. Oh, let's see what the hell that works out. Things aren't very settled around here. Okay, so you'll be surprised. Um, so if you do elect to close yourself into the into one room while you continue on with this game show, um, I would suggest you you monitor those things. Okay, you almost have to kind of keep it equally cold all through the whole all through your whole space. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Okay, now here's something interesting that I want you to really think about. Um, transformer. Okay, what does transformer mean? Well, just what I said, right? A device that transfers electric energy. What else does um, transformer mean? Well, it also means to transform things, right? Transform. Um, okay, transformers. One, an apparatus for reducing or increasing the voltage of an alternating current. Two, 
a person or thing that transforms something. The great transformer of mankind. Funny they name it transformer, right? Not funny, but all these things have an intent. So there is a reason why the DNA altering unit outside of my home is called a transformer. Okay, so let me see here. And you can also find data by just typing in smart grids by country and you can see how far along your country is because they have to put up a smart grid to put up smart meters. <laughs> so, okay. Um, and I found this interesting attorney, so I will just do it in this segment here. Uh, he was an attorney who, um, if people get uh, electrocuted, he helps you. So if your elect electrical company electrocutes you. So he had some interesting perspectives on um, power lines because I was looking for why do the power lines in the U.S., why are they all above ground? <laughs> I think you're going to probably figure out the answer to this. It's not only probably more, more effective at <laughs> murdering us, but it's uh, cheaper. Everything is cheaper, right? When they landed on nuclear and this radiation stuff, um, that became cheaper. Have you, have you noticed the themes here? Okay. The electric utilities will likely say that power lines are above ground because they are easier to repair and maintain. They will likely fail to mention it is also cheaper for them even though having power lines underground would save lives and protect equipment the utilities do not want to make the investment funny thing now we're talking about these train wrecks right you know those train wrecks are owned by the people who run silicon valley right the warren buffets of the world uh, all those people right i better not start going there right now okay so countries with underground power lines Countries with underground power lines include Germany and the Netherlands. Here again, Germany's on top of things, right? No smart meters, underground power lines. And it says, it is significant that these countries do not experience the same risk of power outages and electricity-related injuries and death due to power line dangers that countries such as the U.S. with above-ground power lines do. We've just been put up, set up all the way around the, the barrel here, right? Those power lines. Okay. And then um, he had this little section. It said, questioning why they aren't buried below ground. Many of the legal... And this is this guy talking, not me. <laughs> I haven't gone to law school in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Many of the legal experts I work with in electrocution lawsuits will examine a given case from a number of different angles and perspectives. Some of these experts look at electrocution lawsuits caused by above-ground power lines as akin to product liability defective design cases and ask the same question that so many people who inspect and maintain power lines will ask. Given the extreme... <laughs> Sorry, this is, this is a bit funny. But the logic to how they're trying to get rid of it just starts off all in a place, right? I'll go ahead and keep reading. Given the extremely serious risk of electrocution or shock, why aren't power lines in the U.S. buried underground? And it's titled, Dangers of Keeping Power Lines Above Ground. 
When utility power lines are above ground, people are exposed to the risk of electrocution and electric shock injury due to downed or faulty power lines and defective equipment. Storms and trees knock down cables, and the elements cause deterioration of an already inadequately maintained infrastructure. They're talking about the United States. <laughs> These dangerous conditions are what led to the deaths. Excuse me, are what lead to deaths and injuries. They also lead to electrocution lawsuits by the families of unsuspecting children, homeowners, utility workers, and linemen and construction workers. Next section is. Wait a second here. Okay, where was I here? Okay, does the cost of putting them below ground outweigh the public safety? The main reason that utility companies will not bury power lines underground is cost. Just just like they found out that good brakes cost money too, right? Brakes on trains. Research. Research shows that the price for running a typical overhead power cable is approximately $100,000 per mile, and that the price for burying those same wires underground would increase by 10 times or more. <laughs> and if they thought this country was anything but a stage set, right, <laughs> they would have buried them in the first place, right? If you're setting up a stage, and I did staging, trade shows are really three-dimensional staging, right? You, you you stage everything, right? That's why the fronts of these buildings all look luxurious and stuff, and they built onto the backs of them. That's called staging, okay? Um, and if you're building up a country to take it all down with some evil plot, you certainly don't. <laughs> these people are all about money, right? Here's my latest theory on that part. Game board still on my mind, okay, 100%, okay. But I think they have some inner game going on here, right? And that inner game is he who dies with the most toys wins, okay? So in their rush to annihilate the rest of us and our DNA and stuff through this transforming, right? <laughs> they also have some other parallel game. Now, I remember, I'm just guessing here, right? It makes sense, though, right? They have some other parallel game run at the same time. And that parallel game is amongst that 1% of them. And all the 1% are in some other parallel game to pull the biggest tricks and to also capture the most amount of money. Just my theory. And I, I'm 100% on that one, so I'm just not guessing. And that would, that would help them to make deadly decisions as far as, oh, not spending money on breaks and stuff like that. So let me continue on here. Okay, so it's 100000 per mile, and that price is 10 times more to bury them. The North Carolina Utilities Commission concluded that transitioning to underground wires would take 25 years and increase electricity rates by 125%. It should be noted, however, as utility company defense lawyers like to point out, that buried power distribution service is not completely feasible in some geographical, geological areas of the U.S. due to conditions such as foreseeable flooding and locations with especially rocky subsoil. Yes, sitting in my house here, I could have figured that one out too, right? Okay, but the costliness of burying them below ground must be weighed against the clear benefits. 
There will be far fewer electrical injuries and electrocution deaths if hazards like this are drastically reduced and or eliminated. See, what these attorneys are missing in this thing, I should probably email them, this is a eugenics program here in the United States, right? So this is the plan to maximize electrocute the most of it as possible, right? Not, not the, Clearly not the bug of the system here, right? And it goes on to say, these are important infrastructure investments that not only help protect a failing and crumbling energy grid, but they are shovel-ready projects that will save lives and prevent costly litigation and heart-rendering tra tragedies. Next one is, burying overhead lines below ground will reduce power outages. And it, <laughs> I would like it when they try to talk reason to psychopaths, okay? <laughs> like the psychopaths in Silicon Valley and Wall Street are sitting there nodding, hey, good point, really good point here. To save lives? Yeah, we'll, we'll enact this in the next... Never. <laughs> okay, in addition to being safer, the public would also benefit from reduced power outages if power lines were buried underground. Storms, both summer and winter, as well as falling trees and limbs account for 40% of all power outages across the United States. So storms, 40%. Well, 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 who creates the storms? None other than the people at HARP, right? And that was another thing too because kind of out of nowhere it sounded like I was talking about geoengineering. The reason I brought up geoengineering in that last show was because I'm suggesting you keep your windows open, okay? But along with keeping your windows open, you should also be aware that your house could also be plumed, like mine is, or the geoengineering aspects of this game show board, right? Because the geoengineering is about the specifics of, oh, I don't know how much aluminum they put in the clouds to get snow. Every, every season, every drop of rain, Everything that happens is being engineered, okay? And, and that's why I kind of just all of a sudden out of the middle of it sound like I was talking about geoengineering. But I was saying to be safe because I'm suggesting you get fresh air and just be aware that it's coming. <laughs> I think what's coming inside of your house is going to be the most deadly to pay attention to. So let's leave that alone, okay? Okay. Buried overhead power lines below ground will reduce power outages. In addition to being safer... The public would also benefit from reduced power outages if power lines were buried underground. Storms, I think I read this. Yeah, I, I did read this. Okay. So, yeah, so um, that was, uh, yeah, because I started wondering why are, why, well, besides, you know, if you're going to set up a game show, right, you're not going to invest all the money in the infrastructure. This is actually set up like a bunch of trade shows, okay? And, yeah, so. They're not going to invest in the infrastructure. They're just going to put it up once and done in the 1800s, right? So, yeah. Um, I'll be back talking about more of this other stuff later. So let me not wander around here and shut this off for right now. So I'll be back with more.